How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for Tuesday, January the 12th. Super excited to be here. Uh, not a tremendous amount of significant news today, but I have some interesting tidbits. And we're going to kick things off with Lucasfilm. So today, Lucasfilm officially introduced a unification of their games branding under the aptly named Lucasfilm Games. Now, this was its original name when the division was founded in 1982. They put out lots of classics like Maniac Mansion and The Secret of Monkey Island. And then eight years after they founded that in 1990, they rebranded into the more well-known name of LucasArts. Then in 2012-2013-ish, they got acquired and effectively shut down by Disney. They only stuck around as a licensing brand uh, ever since. So now they're going back to Lucasfilm Games. They're going to have a new presence on social media with that. And of course, their logo is going to be different in all their games. And otherwise, unfortunately, it doesn't seem likely that the name change indicates any larger change in their operation. You know, usually stuff like this indicates that they're going to be doing something more, but they still have a Star Wars exclusivity deal with EA, which expires in 2023 if it's not renewed. And I have to imagine they're going to renew it because they're bringing in a lot of money for Disney that they're probably looking for. But hey, you can't help but daydream about a comeback, right? Riot Games and Bungie have teamed up in a lawsuit against a cheating software creator named Cameron Santos. Uh, he runs a brand called Gator Cheats, which sells hacks for uh, Valorant and Destiny 2, among others, through a website, and then, you know, you can get it through email and Discord. So their lawyers claim that these hacks may have caused up to millions of dollars in damages, which doesn't seem too wild considering these cheats are sold for $90 a month or $500 lifetime. Got a pretty big price tag on that one. And they have previously been sent a cease and desist by Bungie, and they claimed to stop selling the software. But Bungie is saying, uh, no, they're still doing it secretly on a private section of the website. So anyway, hopefully this works out. It is pretty rare that you see these two giant game companies get together on legal action for things like this. Or really for anything, right? Like, the space is so competitive at this point that just seeing a headline where two companies are working together is... is it catches the eye. Although it's perhaps not as surprising when it comes to cheating, because that hurts not just their own business, but the gaming industry overall's business, and overall community enjoyment as well. It's an important thing. In August 2019, Night Dive Studios announced that they were working on an enhanced edition for System Shock 2. Uh, they said it was going to use the same engine as their enhancements for the first game, and it was going to have improvements for co-op. Otherwise, we haven't heard much since until today. They put out a tweet showing that it is going to have some form of VR option, which is just wild. They're adding VR to <laughs> System Shock 2. Unfortunately, the tweet that they put is pretty much all we get so far, but it is definitely interesting. Uh, Night Dive right now is also working on the remake for the first System Shock, not just Enhanced Edition. And then System Shock 3 is still in flux at a different studio. So if you're a fan of that franchise, you're in for uh, some very interesting developments in that series. Okay, and the last thing, not really a news item, so I'll try to do it quickly, but you might remember something by the name of Twitch Plays Pokemon. It popped up a while ago. Uh, the concept was that somebody programmed Pokemon Red to respond to Twitch chat inputs, essentially making the game crowdsourced by thousands of people at once. Now, that concept, as it got very popular, it took off in a variety of ways, and today I'm seeing probably the wildest one yet. And what it is, is a user on Twitter is updating their avatar every 15 seconds with a screenshot of the game, and the player moves in the game based on the most popular input 
reply to a tweet that he made. So basically, he said, hey, reply to this tweet with, you know, the input that you want. And then if the most amount of people said up, then the player would go up and then a screenshot would change in the Twitter avatar. Don't ask me why this is happening. I can't imagine refreshing Twitter is as fun as just watching it on Twitch. But I mean, hey, people are doing it nonetheless. Imagine trying to explain this to somebody when the game came out 23 years ago. I mean, you got to appreciate the creativity, if nothing else. So anyway, if you want to see that yourself, it's at ScreenShakes on Twitter. Uh, Folks, that is all for today, in fact. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And once again, I'm going to be back tomorrow with any of the news that there is. So until then, happy gaming, everyone. TGO After Show. Welcome, welcome. So, as you can tell, still pretty slow with the news as we ramp up into 2021. It doesn't help that there's not a lot of new games coming out in the early part of this year, so it might actually be a multi-month struggle. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Hopes are high for Lucasfilm, isn't it? I can't say that I have a deep history with their games. I mean, obviously, they've done a ton of beloved classics over the years. Uh, But then when Disney bought them out and they signed that exclusivity with, with EA, I mean... It sucked for a while, right? Like, we had Battlefront for most of EA's license with that game, and that was it. And when that's all you have with Star Wars, that's really sucky. And then obviously they found some improvements. They had Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Squadrons just came out, and then I guess there's other games that have had plenty of crossovers. But either way, you know, when it comes to franchises as strong as Star Wars, you really want to knock that one out of the park, and it, it didn't go well in the beginning. Now, the the two recent games are a good step forward, and hopefully they can continue that momentum. By all accounts, they were, you know, well-received, and maybe they didn't sell extremely well, but it definitely has the potential to sell extremely well, right? You think about something like The Mandalorian, the TV show. That's an offshoot of Star Wars that, in the beginning, may not have necessarily been seen as this, you know, pinnacle of Star Wars. It was exploring a, a side concept that, hadn't hit the Skywalker trilogies, and then all of a sudden, it's the only thing the internet can talk about. And season two gets, uh, I imagine, a much higher budget. I'm kind of pulling that out of my butt, but it's just kind of what I'm assuming happened. Maybe they knew it was going to be this gigantic hit right from the beginning, I don't know. But the, the, the more important point is that they were willing to expand out a little bit more creatively, and it was a whole bunch of fan service, like it was a really well-made show. And the more you can do that in video games, I think the more better off you're going to be. Jedi Fallen Order was, by all accounts, the single-player Star Wars that people wanted. Star Wars Squadrons was a flight sim. Well, I guess not a flight sim, but a a flight combat, a TIE fighter. What the heck? What do they usually call those? Dog fighting. That's the word I was looking for, dog fighting, which is obviously something that really works with, with the Star Wars universe. So anyway, in one sense, like, if EA goes down that road over the next, I guess, two years now, and it works then I don't mind if the contract gets renewed, because I think that really works. On the other hand, I think Star Wars would work really well in a lot of different hands. And I don't even think that means that you need to bring back Lucasfilm Games, you know, a development studio, because there is plenty of talent out there, plenty of veteran studios that would love to take that IP. And uh, yeah, anyway, looking forward to what Star Wars has to come. That's going to do it. Uh, Until tomorrow, farewell.